Hello, this is Berenson Bond, episode 49, with your hosts, Corey and Diego Berenson. Good afternoon, Diego. Good afternoon. Why are you laughing? I don't know. You don't know. What's today? Can't cool. Remember. You what? You can't remember. It's Sunday. Okay. It's Father's Day, twenty twenty. We did our annual father son camp trip, and we're with amazing hosts. With the most, we're sitting with the one and only, the most amazing goat rancher that we know, second to Padre, Miss <laughs> Brandy Smith. We've mentioned you countless times on the podcast, <laughs> and now we have you. We're sitting in your house. You opened your land. We camped on your land because of COVID. We were going to go to Yosemite, and now luckily they invited us to camp here. So me and Diego just completed camping yeah. on the ranch at a little tiny setup campsite. And... Thank you, first of all. Certainly. Yeah. Thank you for being supportive of the podcast. Of course. Being supportive of our creativity. Yeah. Thank you for just always being awesome and there for us when we need it. So thank yeah. you both. You guys are awesome humans and we're lucky to have you guys around for sure. So Diego, we just finished our, just finished, fresh. We just took our showers. Feels so good. I was tired of stinking a little bit, but. So why don't you first ask Brandy your first question that you just thought of right now. Um, how many um, remote control cars do you have? How many remote control cars do I have? Let's think about this. One, two, three, three or four? I think a few of them are in the shop for repair. We've got some nieces and nephews that like to play with them and uh, take them to their limits. So that's always fun. It's a good question. And um, how long have you had them? I've had that Chrysler ME412 since, oh gosh, probably 2004, 2004, 2005. Very long time ago. What? How long ago is that? Gosh. What's 20 minus 15? Mm. <laughs> or five. Five. This is 15. <laughs> so I guess I've had that car for like 15 years. Oh my God. That's a long <laughs> time. Jacob bought it for me because my first car was a Chrysler. And I was really into Chryslers. And they came out with this concept car. And, uh, I think it was a birthday present or a Christmas present, something like that. And uh, so I've had it for 15 years. Wow. It's weird to think about, Diego. 15-year-old remote control car. You should probably get that wheel put back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 15 years. You can handle that. Yeah. It's minor repair. All right. You got any questions about the goats? It's a big part of life here. How many do you have? How many goats do we have? We've got, I think our number right now, because we just had babies, we're down to 112 baby goats. Um, we've got 58 mamas 
and six Nigerian dwarfs. And we've got about four or five older gals that didn't kid this year. Gave them a break. They're a little old. Annie and Prudence. You know Prudence. Yeah. And I think two yearlings that didn't kid. So what is that? Nearly, what, 75 goats? Something like that. Why are you looking at me? Why aren't you keeping track? (laughs) We miss you having... Because usually last year you did goat camp with us last year. Yeah. Yeah, because this week, this whole week would have been goat camp. Mm -hmm. And you just told me, because what was your most favorite part of camping here this year? Getting to drive the gator. Getting to drive the gator. (laughs) Yeah. So as he's driving, how far is it from the campsite up to the pond? Mm, Probably probably a a mile? mile. About a mile. So you drove a mile in rugged terrain, Mm -hmm. back and forth, all on your own. And he's like, I think I'm ready to stay for goat camp. Yes, of course. Can I drive the gator every day? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't say that. You said, do I get to drive the gator every day? Yes. You're like, okay, I'll stay for goat camp. So next year we'll do goat camp. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited to have you out again. Get you to haul hay. Ooh, he just saw the hay baler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was your... Well, so obviously the favorite part was driving the gator. What was the second favorite part about camping here? S'mores. 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 And I failed you. First night did not have s'more stuff. My bad. I also forgot a spatula. Once it came time to cook the hamburgers, I was like, oh, they don't flip themselves. <laughs> Forgot that. So what did I use? I used these bike tools. I used bike tools to flip hamburger patties. Worked out fantastic. I'm just glad you didn't use Diego's flip-flop. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I love using a flip-flop for most things. Prop things up, to hold things, to fan fires, mm-hmm. kill bugs. <laughs> All right, Diego, what happened on us on the first night? Mm, rain. Rain. You make it sound like not a big deal. How much rain? A lot of rain. A lot of rain. So much rain. And started leaking through the tent. We had a pretty sweet ocean going. It was solid three inches of water in the bottom corner. Sweet. But thankfully we had air pads, so we were just riding, you know, just kind of don't get off the air pad. And we stayed totally dry as long as you don't get off your bed. And it rained for like five hours. Five hours. We needed it though. Five hours straight, an inch and a half of rain. It was a long time. Mm-hmm. I just slept with one eye open waiting for the rain thing to fail and for it to just start pouring on our heads. But it didn't, and then eventually I just passed out. That was good times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's time for a new tent. What do you think? <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm And then we borrowed a way better tent. And put the rain cover in it, didn't rain. Yeah, we were super ready for rain. Didn't rain, but we felt so ready. Bring it on. (laughs) Prepared. Totally prepared. 
And so this year, so normally we always take cooler food and we cook fresh food on the propane stove. Mm -hmm. This was our first year doing freeze fried stuff. Freeze dried. Freeze dried, <laughs> not freeze fried. Freeze dried. <laughs> so Diego, what was your favorite freeze dried mm, food? Eggs with bits of bacon. And what was it like eating those rectangle cubes of egg? <laughs> <laughs> Juicy, but like water. <laughs> like it's water. <laughs> so juicy with water. So those are fine. Oatmeal was a fail. Yeah, it didn't okay. taste good. <laughs> My Mexican quinoa bag of stuff was pretty tasty. Mm. Um, Brandy gave us that awesome pour over coffee situation. That was yummy. Jacob gave us a, a teeny tiniest stove of all time to boil water. That was the best because then we could make our little bag bag of food. So I don't know. I wonder next year we might, if we have a cooler, I think I'm going to do eggs. Like Cook them in a pan. On crack, the, like on, on the, the stove. Fire. But it was good to know because I just always wanted to try the freeze dried stuff. Yeah. In case you, I don't know, backpack but out or. You got to be careful though too and make sure it gets nice and mixed because sometimes you'll get a piece of food that didn't get into the water or something mm -hmm. that oh that was the rock i ate is that what it was it <laughs> just i felt like Wait, i just what? bit straight into a rock yeah remember i spit the food out because it felt like i ate a rock yeah yeah i don't know what i was like oh and then i forgot to take out the little packet oh but no no, no. We <laughs> so there's a little do not eat packet inside of all of freeze-dried bags you open it you take that out it just keeps the freshness it says clearly, do not eat. Step one, when you're going to pour boiling water in a bag, step one, remove the do not eat bag. So I did that the first night, followed the directions. Mm -hmm. Then this morning, I'm like, open the three bags, pour it in, pour it in, pour it in. I was like, one, two, oh my gosh, I forgot the third one. So I reached into his oatmeal. I took it out just in time, but I was worried, I don't know, that we're going to poison ourselves. Oh, with the immediately. It didn't stay in there the whole time. Yeah. No, you're fine. But- yeah. I'm pretty sure we did that. <laughs> did you ever leave it in the yeah. whole time? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you're you're scooping it out. It's like, oh, yeah. You're like, ooh. As long as you don't actually eat it, it's probably right. all right. Yeah. So that's good to remember. And so you got beans is here. Little Sorry. tiny tap tap feet. Is it, what kind of dog is it? She's a... A brindle chihuahua. <laughs> a brindle chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Diego, which is funny. She, does she doesn't like you. anybody. You need a scoop bike? Here, do you want to just set it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Little crazy beans. All right, Diego. What was the other question you were going to ask Brandy? What? You had yeah, you definitely had one more. What? You said two. I oh think. no, I, I said, said three yesterday. You said two. Uh, you just surprise. Told me two. It's a third one. Well, you told me two. Well, just think of one more. Okay, I'll ask a question, but then you get to ask your follow-up question. Okay. Okay, great. What's the follow-up question? Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah okay got okay. it it's a layup there 
All right, Brandy, how do you like being, how is it being a woman, goat rancher, tractor driver? (laughs) (laughs) Tractor driver. Um, It's good. I didn't know that this is where I was going to be, but... You mean you weren't drawing pictures of tractors in elementary school? Like, I'm going to drive. To be honest, actually, that's funny that you said that because I did do that. You did? Yeah. It's really because I, when you're in a tractor for hours, you have a lot of time on your own mind and Mm. that can be, it goes places. And I had a memory of uh, doing that. Actually, I used to draw a tractor in a field and, you know, Padre's in front of me in his tractor. I'm like, I drew that picture and now I'm, I'm in it, um, which is really strange, but, um, but yeah, no, I like it. I, um, you know, there's a lot of work to be done and, uh, I don't know. I just, it's funny cause I didn't, I lived in a really small town and I thought I was going to move to New York and, <laughs> you know, I made it to Glen Rose, Texas. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not really the New York, I guess, right? But, um, but yeah, it's fun. We have a lot of good times out here, and I think that's that's super important to all of us. But it's a lot of hard work behind it too. So I like it. I don't know about like as a woman aspect though. Just do it. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to do things, but that's okay. I wear a lot of sunscreen. So much sunscreen. <laughs> so much sunscreen. Go ahead. Bring it on. Diego's bringing the heat. Let's fill the heat, Diego. Here it comes. It's a pressure cooker. Why? 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 (laughs) Is your dad setting you up? (laughs) I don't know where my why is going to come in. I wear a lot of sunscreen because I need to protect my skin. Why? (laughs) (laughs) oh man well because um because i have very delicate skin diego why (laughs) (laughs) oh it is it is hot in here next question diego why Why is it hard in here? <laughs> or why is it hard to answer the next question? Yeah. Why is it hot? Why? Because you're putting me in the hot seat with all the whys. Why? <laughs> he just has to make it to seven. This is the this is the direct orders from dad. Seven, seven whys. Seven and you dig to the truth. Mm. I feel like that's solid. That's a solid way to be. And... Pretty much 100% of the time makes everybody laugh. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think that's the best thing, right? Is being able to make people laugh. It's hard. It's hard sometimes. I think about it all the time. Like, we're camping. We're chilling. We had some good downtime. We're just mm-hmm. vegging. And then I think, I always try to put myself in his mind. Like, I was asking yesterday. Like, yeah. What is it? Do you remember being nine? Where were you? What were you doing? Yeah. What was funny? What was awesome? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of things from your point of you know point of view and my point of view is super narrow but all i did was i would go to school and my whole mission was i'm gonna make as many people laugh today as possible Mm -hmm. 
That's my goal. Like you, you already made that choice. As I left a kid. the house saying, "This is what I'm going to do." I'm going for laughs yeah. today. Going to school, people are going to laugh. Let's do this. But then we're chilling, mm-hmm. so relaxing. I can relax really good now. Pro vegetable action. I can just chill. Good. <laughs> Instant chill. But I was like, "Oh no, I'm boring you out of your mind." Is it too boring? I don't know. Do you remember being nine? Everything was kind of awesome and new. It was fine. Yeah. It's like, he's like chilling. Yeah. He's cool. What'd you think, Diego? You're like, just let me know when we can drive the Gator. That's all that's going on in my mind. Call of Duty, kill chains, and driving Gators. This is his mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Blasting people on Call of Duty, driving Gators. Why, Diego? Summertime. <laughs> What do you think? Why? <laughs> hey, that's over. The why is over. Why no, are you? It's only it's, been like six. It's only been six? Yeah. He's spinning okay. it around on you, Dad. All right. Don't want to waste it. Don't want to waste it. It's a solid situation. Did you have fun, though? Do you like getting out with your dad? Just the two of you guys getting out? Yeah. I think I'm gonna have you do the cooking next time. I think you're ready. I was about to say, do you think you could boil some water and make dinner? He built the so. fire. Do you build the fire? We need an easier lighter mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. But do you have he, one of those long ones? But he did build the fire, made the TP. That's a keto fire build. I so we uh, I lived in New Mexico for a while and um we had to build a fire we had a they call it like a pot belly stove right it's like mm-hmm. um how do you say it? it's a it's kind of a short thing and it's totally encased with cast iron and it's got a flue and back in the day people would use them to cook on so you would fill up the inside of it with wood and you'd build your fire and then on the top you'd almost have like a like a burner area mm-hmm. and you could like cook coffee on there or whatever and um so we lived in this house and we had to build a fire to like have warmth because for whatever reason and so my brother and i that was one of our chores every morning we had to get up and build Put a fire wood. yeah and, and it we was just, in the house yeah yeah so it's like in the living room oh okay. yeah yeah and so and it's like well there's like blocks underneath it like um stone blocks it would set on so that way it wouldn't like catch oh, okay. the carpet on fire or anything um Usually it wouldn't. Um, so in the mornings, you would just be hoping that there's some coals there because it would be kind of cold. And it's like you just want some coals from the night before so that way it's easier to build a fire. But key is TP. You got to build a TP. You got to get good airflow in there. So. Did you have that the whole time you're growing up? No. It was just a few months whenever we were in New Mexico. And so it was just one of our chores. And so now, like, whenever we're out doing something i'm usually the one building a fire or judging other people's <laughs> fire building skills yeah if you're the one to make the fire you get pretty judgy like mm. yeah i knew that was gonna happen so yeah. last night i had the fire i like a small to mid-sized mm-hmm. fire that goes for a long time mm-hmm. no it was a good fire it was I going it was i like to see fire not just the coals right and right when they drove up on their motorcycles dead no fire they probably like <laughs> lame dad wait super dad over here no i swear i'm gonna have a fire soon just 
Give me an hour. <laughs> well, you were working with some wet wood. Some chanclas, too. Yeah, and some chanclas. Your little, your little Mice. fan. <laughs> huh? Mice. Yeah. Same. Diego's sandal Diego, was my yeah. bello, which thankfully Jacob remembered that name. <laughs> Instead of the air blower thing, fanny deal. <laughs> it's called a bello. <laughs> no, I thought you guys had a good fire. It was good. And we saw a giant gray crane. Oh, a blue herring. Is that what it's called? Yes. A herring. A herring. (laughs) Right when I walked from the campsite straight to the creek, Mm -hmm. right when I got to the edge, it totally camouflaged. Yeah. I didn't see anything, and then it took off. Huge. Wingspan is cool. Huge. Those things are big. Diego! Did you see it? Ten minutes later. Huh. Forget it. I just saw a huge bird. It's gone. You're like, huh? (laughs) Forget it. Next time you'll see the blue herring. Apparently it's not a crane or a pterodactyl. I call them pterodactyls. Mostly because I want pterodactyls to still be around. How cool would that be, Diego? Not that cool. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So go camp next year. Yeah. Shooting. We almost shot some weapons this morning. Mm-hmm. The rain was coming. Maybe next time. Yeah. So we talked a lot last night about guns and gun safety and what that means to different people. Mm-hmm. And what else? What else is in your mind? Bacon? It's floating in there. Mm, Biscuits, maybe? Or more bacon? Like, if I drew a picture of your mind with, you know, remember you did that identity (laughs) map? If I drew little sections of your brain, what's taking up the most space? Mm. Anytime now. Between cars or bacon. Mm. Okay, so cars is a big section. Bacon is a big section. What's the other section of your brain? Mm. Video games. Video games. Which one? Video games. Just all of them? I don't have all of them, and I don't know what all of them is. What video game is in your mind? I don't know. Video games. Okay, so we got bacon, cars, video games. What else? More bacon. <laughs> and another little corner of bacon again. Maybe a different texture. Maybe. Maybe crispier. Crispier bacon. Softer. Soft bigger. Bacon. Okay. Yeah, obviously Diego loves bacon. And yeah. I think you heard when I wanted to source the healthiest bacon I could find that I'm supportive of. We mm-hmm. ordered it all the way from Georgia because it's a regenerative agriculture farm. Oh, okay. Called White Oak Pastures. It's, you know, nat- dry cured or, yeah, dry cured. Uh-huh. And I, you know, there's obviously healthy animals here in Texas, sure. but finding regenerative ranching agriculture mm-hmm. is really hard to find. Yeah. So I ordered him a bunch of packs and I'm like, this is what I feel is the healthiest, best for everything. Yeah. So he was psyched until it ran out and he's like, oh, what now? How long do I have to wait? Georgia? 
Seriously? You can drive the gator over there and get some. <clears throat> so. Is it good? Was it good? It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think you can clearly taste the difference. Yeah. Especially that. so? Yeah, because grandma was, Nemma was in town and they got some bacon and um, I could just tell the texture, mm-hmm. you know, and the smell. I think, I think that's something that I'm learning about agriculture. It's like um, people do things so differently. Um, and I think, and I, I think that's okay. You know, like we've got, um, what is it called? Like grass fed or free range and all that. And I think that's something that's evolving. And I think people are becoming more and more aware of where their food is coming from and how it's processed. And I think that's, um, I think that's, that's really important. I think it's good for people to understand that meat doesn't just show up at your local grocery store, you know, that there's a lot of work behind all of that. And like our goats, our goats are boar goats. So they're meat goats. And, um, yeah, we, we do yoga with them and we have fun with them, but in the end, you know, they're a consumable thing. Um, but the way we look at it is we try to give them a really good life here on the ranch whenever we have them. So it's, I don't know. It's good to, to see that you're kind of getting, you do. I see that. Of course they live good. We can see all the giant green pastures. They're roaming around. Oh yeah. And I was asking uncle Pinkney, I was like, Oh, can you do charge more because they're obviously mm-hmm. free range, grass fed goats yeah. that roam all this land? He's like, no, because boar goat that that is how they're raised. You yeah. can't. There is no mass production confined feeding operation for goats right. that I know of. Yeah, I don't think so. If you buy goat meat, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I guess I can't speak to all of it, but from what he knows. All of them are raised similar to this, to right. where if you eat goat, it's already free, like free range, grass fed, right. open pasture type situation. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and I think that's a case definitely in Texas, um, but I don't know for sure in other parts of the world. But it's not like we have um, like a feedlot or what have you, as mm. as they do with some of the beef production, which I'm not anything bad about that that's, you should you, you can know, it's cool that's well, <laughs> no i mean that's that's how some people do things you know yeah. and, and if that's not how you want to consume your food you know you're welcome to to do the research and 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 find another resource of that that might be healthier to your mindset i guess you know yeah but yeah like our goats they're yeah i don't i don't think i've ever seen a feedlot for goats so it wouldn't make sense because there's not the market for it's not big enough huge. to really push you to feed them in right. smaller quarters. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Some dollar bills too. Yeah. That's true. So it's just marketing and label if it's already like that, mm-hmm. could you not I guess I wonder like, could you not charge more because that is what people want and people just don't know like i didn't know mm-hmm. that this was the way like everybody does it right so i think i guess because i'm i bring it up because i will pay more for like i order from rome ranch which is in fredericksburg yes yeah you know i forget how many tens of thousands of acres they have for their yeah. bison and cattle and they're regenerative they saw you know they feed they graze 
rotate, mm-hmm. right? So they let them in a certain area, graze mm-hmm. for X amount of time, and then they move them. Right. And then they don't let that land get stomped on until it has time to yeah. grow back again. Yeah. So I'll pay for that. So I was just thinking, oh, if you pay for more, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I. So for us, what we do is we just take our goats um at the end of the year uh maybe september between september and december we'll take them to um our local uh what am i trying to say cell barn yeah we just take it to the cell barn so and they sell per pound um and i think typically we're getting 150 200 per goat and it's a goat that probably weighs what um maybe a hundred maybe not even 100 pounds, maybe like up to 75 pounds, I think. Um, but yeah, we've been approached a handful of times to have like a private cell or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like USDA and stuff like that, we don't know all the rules. So we don't really market ourselves um, that way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably something that we should probably do more research on and, and figure that out because that would be nice to be able to offer, you know, locally grown uh go to our local restaurants you know i think mm. that would be beneficial probably but that's something that we'd have to do a lot of research in and then um you know that that would be a, a big commitment i think but we sell a lot of our goats to kids that show because they have um for like 4-H? yeah yeah just like that and People spend tons of money on goats, show goats, like thousands of dollars. And they come here. I was like, yeah, you can have that for 200 bucks. Like, that's what we would get at the sale. So, you know, it is a decent sized goat. But if you want to pay 2000 for this goat. We'll let you pay 2000 if you want Bring to. it on. <laughs> That'll pay for the goat feed. Yeah. How many hundreds of pounds of goat feed? Or it's just so much work. Yeah. I just, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's beautiful land. But then I think. Well, yeah. You got to seed it. I I guess you seed all the oats and all the fields, and so they have all the grazing. Yeah, we have two fields um, that right now we have Sudan in, and we switched that out. Um, In the winter, we grow uh, Pinkney Plowsit plants oats. We put oats in the winter, uh, give them something to graze on. And typically, the goats like to browse, which means they prefer to eat like bushes or trees or anything like that. So you can tell like the tree lines out here are kind of low because the goats have eaten all the leaves off the trees. Um, but then we plow that up and plant Sudan and that's haul, you know, that's what we haul and square bale. And so we, Sudan becomes hay. Hay. It's our, yeah. Sudan grass. So it's, um, let's see here. We did 460 bales, I think, 475 bales. And that'll last us, hopefully, for through the winter. Like, so we'll feed them more whenever they're pregnant and whenever we have uh, mamas pinned up with their babies. So we need the hay for that. And that's why we do the Sudan. So, and then our coastal field, that's just round built and sell, sold for horses and other livestock. But the goats don't eat that. But yeah, I mean, it is a lot of work. And for our kids, whenever we have kids, like right now, we put out... Um, and by kids, you mean goat babies. Goat babies. I know. People say that all the time. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what you mean by kids. It's our goat children. Um, they uh, 
we'll feed them twice a day if they're not out in the field with their mom. And that's a, a 50 pound bag a day, at least maybe a day a per mom. No, uh, for the, all of the kids. So we'll do, so we'll separate the mamas out and let them out in the field and keep the kids back and give them some grain. And so the moms can kind of, you know, replenish their milk and kind of have a break from their kids and just kind of get out and browse. Um, so then we'll just leave the kids in and we'll feed them feed. Um, and we'll go through a 50 pound bag, maybe two 50 pound bags. I think we're up to right now at this point. So we feed them twice a day. So it's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. Plus, they're eating whatever they nibble on. Out yeah, in the field. yeah, and we get alfalfa hay for them too, which is really, really good for them. So, which we can't grow alfalfa because it's too dry here. So, I had to spend some dollar bills on that. And the, so, not only got to feed them, then Diego, what were you doing? You were marking their ears when they're getting their shots. Oh yeah, I was like, they got their vaccines. Yeah. Didn't you vaccinate with us? Did you do the vaccinations or did you I just mark the? I didn't mark them. So after they get their shot, you drew a little line? No, I drew it before they got the shot. Before? Mm-hmm. Did you have to hold on to it and say, I drew a line, don't let go, <laughs> so you don't skip it? Or how did you know? Um, or was it you drew the line right before it got the shot? Before it got the shot. So we oh. had it control over the creature. And where did it get the shot? Like shoulder, the face, towards the butt, the, butt. Mm-hmm. the goat butt. Yeah, yeah. We did it under the skin. Yeah. Well, we were vaccinating the. Were we deworming? We might have been deworming. We had to keep a lookout on worms. What else happened that day? Do you remember what happened that day? You don't remember the wasp? Oh yeah. Did you get bit? Yeah, I I went right into like a corner. Oh my gosh, I was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, Diego's at my house, and now he's getting stung by bees. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we were all so worried. He was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's fine. He's like, it's cool. You let me get totally bit and bleeding. It's fine. Just forget it. Forget it. You know what? Just don't feed me today. It's fine. I'll be okay. I'll just sleep here. Just fine. Send out a badger to bite my leg while you're at it. A badger? I don't know. It's the first mean animal I could think of. I wonder, do we have any badgers? Have you? Did you see any badgers last night, Diego? Nope. But no. we did hear some huge June bug, beetle, something giant right on the screen of the tent. Oh, yeah. And we were convinced it was inside and we're freaking out because it was totally dark already. And we're like, no, it got in here. <laughs> and then finally realized it was on the outside, but buzzing like right close to us. A little nerve wracking. So what you're saying is you guys are afraid of a June bug. We're super terrified of a June bug. Okay. That sounds yeah. like it's in your ear. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm. Yep. We, su- we suffered some good some good mosquito bites. Um, took care of that. That's okay. We lived. Think we'll be fine. We're spoiled. Camping in California. Normally, we'd be in San Mateo. There is zero bugs. Really? There might be a fly or two. Mm -hmm. Might. No bugs. No bugs. 
Oh my gosh. So we're pretty spoiled. So this is the first father-son Texas camping experience, which I love. This place is awesome. This is the first time you've Definitely. actually gone camping in Texas? Uh, yeah. to, for father-son, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. No, we went camping in Lake Brown. Oh, Brownwood yeah. or Brownwood Lake? Lake? Brownwood Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed in... We actually took Melissa and Sophia. We stayed all of us in one of those teeny tiny cabins because mm-hmm. she wanted a little house, mm-hmm. which was fine. Very uh, time warpish. It felt like it was 1920. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was that. It maybe it was built in 1920. Yeah. And, and it was a full size house. That's mm-hmm. kind of the feel of it. But that was cool. It was really windy. Yeah. I don't know. That was the place we camped. I don't really count it because it wasn't a tent. Right. It was a teeny house. It had a stove and a full-size refrigerator. So that's, Oh, it did? That's not camping oh, okay. to no. me. We did make a campfire, but do not you, camping. Do you guys have s'mores? Yeah. yeah. Definitely had s'mores. <laughs> I've got family around there. I, I lived near... I lived in a town called Seep Springs, and it was kind of near Brownwood. Seep Springs? Yeah. S-P-E-P? S-I-P-E. S I P E. Sip. Seep. Seep. But everyone called it Sipe. Yeah, it looks like Sipe. I right. Guess I would yeah. read it Sipe. Yeah. yeah. Seep. Sipe. Yeah. There was a going joke. I guess it's kind of rude, but there like must have been a man that spelt it. <laughs> I don't know why my mom <laughs> would say that when I was a kid. I was like, it's huh. weird. I don't get that one. I don't either. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. I don't know. It's very, very small. Community. So you grew up in Seep Springs? I lived there the majority um, of my time in Texas. Yeah. we. It was, um, I like to say that there were more dead people there than there were alive. Because there mm. was a really big cemetery. There is a big cemetery there. It's a really old cemetery. Like, um, like people that fought in... Uh, so they're always called the Civil flags War? out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So teeny tiny place. My brother and I were the only kids out there. So we had to like go out and make forts. In the cemetery. In not in this no, we were scared of the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to oh Diego needs to make a fort. Yeah. Oh, we saw the the old Treehouse. Oh yeah, Jake. I mean, Jake will be in. Yeah. We drove past the day. He was like, "What's that?" I was like, "Oh, that's the old treehouse." He's like, "Hmm." It's like, I guess now seeing it, I'm like it looks way smaller yeah. now that you're I'm older. Yeah. But wasn't there an upstairs? There was, right? Yeah, you could climb upstairs. And Didn't you guys have a? We felt like we were on rooftop downtown. You could see so far. You could, you're like easily six feet up in the sky. <laughs> you can see the vistas out in the distance. No, everything like, felt so giant. You know, six feet up when you're three feet tall is yeah, huge. Yeah. Now it looks like an old moonshiner's place or something. It looks like a snake heaven or yeah. wasp dream. Yeah, I saw a <laughs> buzzard in it the other day, like in the little window, just hanging out. It was creepy. Have you gone inside it or looked no, inside? No, I looked. I peeked in there. No, I go into that thing. Think you'll ever tear it down? I don't think so. Diego wanted to know when's the next treehouse being built or fort. We should make that happen. What we- about that little 
tiny house that Pa built. What's what's yeah. going on with that? It's thing? just in Pinkney, Virginia's yard. Yeah. I think it's um I think that, that was their attempt to try to get grandkids, but it, it didn't go well for them. <laughs> <laughs> they got snake grandbabies. They have snake grandbabies. <laughs> Actually, they ended up getting kittens under there. Do you remember that? That was a couple of years ago. A feral cat had given birth underneath it. But I think Madre just has some stuff stored in there right now. Like, I don't... It's a super cute storage. So cute. Oh, my gosh. They painted it and everything. It looks really cute. You saw that little house? So it's a house about, what is it? I think I've been in. I think so, too. What is it, three feet by six feet? Something like that. Something small, small. but framed out as if yeah. it's a real house. Right, yeah. Like, you could probably put some insulation It's got shingles. In yeah, it's got... It's got windows. I think, elec- think electrical is wired in there. You could, I think you could, you could put a window it. unit in it. You could. Hang on out. And just hang it on a tree. We could hang it... Oh, put it in a tree. I think that's a good idea. That's not a bad idea. You should tell Virginia... Or if you elevate it mm-hmm. so that it's fort, it's kind of a pre-built fort. It just needs a stand right. that you can climb up to yeah. in a tree. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. We could make that happen. I say we could make that happen. We'd have to find time to make that happen. And also you'd have to convince Madre that it's a necessity. Okay. So if that is not a necessity, what is, is I'm thinking zip lines. So, talk to me about zipline okay. thoughts. So this because is I'm seeing a cliff that's yeah. easily what right. is it, sixty feet high? Something at some like that. Points. Yeah. Okay. So, like, where you guys camped out? So, this is a dream of the guys out here. Is <laughs> I see a nod of approval from Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Zipline. So, the dream is okay. You know where you guys are camped out right there, and then you walk behind y'all's tent in that area, right where the creek is. Oh. Okay. That kind of clearing. So right across there, there's a tree. It looks pretty beefy. And a little bit of a clearing. So the plan is, is to put a zip line to cross the creek from that corner over to the campsite. And how about getting up there? I don't know. I I, I don't think it's been planned out that. Oh, Jake says walk. Walk over. Mm-hmm. Bridge? Oh Climb. my gosh. Bridge is something that we talk about a lot too. It would be nice to have a bridge over the creek. You know, like a couple Indiana Jones style bridges sure. would be so sweet. Yeah. I Have you seen Indiana Jones? Oh my gosh. You haven't? Do you, um, you haven't seen Indiana Jones? I think we almost showed it to him, but then I was thinking of the one where he was holding the boiling head. Oh yeah. And I didn't show it to you. It's but now one. you know what it is. So, so yeah. I, I think you've seen it. worse things in video games, but it's I real. think so too. I don't know. Well, he did watch some PG-13 movies at my house last year. Yeah, and then... Uh, what is Indiana Jones rated, I wonder? The... Uh, I'm sure it's for sure PG-13. I don't know if it's R. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a good one. It is. We, I think you can watch that. It's really fun. It it's is. Like a, it's like a... It is a professor of history, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to go on this mission to this temple. There's three, there's three of them. Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark, I don't know about the other one. What's the other one? Can't remember. But it's an adventure. It's... Indie. Do you remember watching Dora the Explorer, Diego? Kind of like that, but way older. (laughs) But you know how they did those puzzles inside the temple? It's kind of like that. Fine. Maybe less cartoony. 
I don't know. That last scene of Readers of the Lost Ark is kind of interesting and pretty cartoony, I guess. Yeah, I guess it is. All right, so tell me about goat yoga. So you don't, you have goats. You mentioned it, so you have goats. Yeah. You use the baby goats, the youngest ones, mm-hmm. because you can just push them over if they bother you. Is that mm-hmm. kind of the point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and we, we raise boar goats, and the point of boar goats is they're meat goats, and they grow really quickly. So... <laughs> So we kid, which they give birth um, about April, and we start doing goat yoga like May, March and April. We kid, we start goat yoga in May, and um, so they're little, real little, and pretty fun. Like they are super curious little animals, and they like to climb on people and things and stuff like that. But yeah, this would have been our fourth season, I think, but we ended up canceling it this year because of all of the things. Um, but yeah, we got into it a few years ago. Um, well, we were strong armed into it because a bunch of our friends just out of the blue were starting sending us, uh, videos of people doing it. Um, and they're like, you have goats and they've been out here and they've done quote unquote goat yoga, I guess, just hanging out with us. And they're like, you guys should really do this. And we, and we did, I've got a really good friend, Kathy, she, happened to uh, become a licensed yoga instructor and she was all about being outside and doing yoga and she loves the goats and really good with it. But yeah, we, uh, we use our baby goats um, from May to about September, October. And then uh, we got the Nigerian dwarf goats last year, I think last January. So we're going to and that's because the babies grow too fast and these ones stay yeah, tiny? Yeah, these are much smaller. So Are they smaller than the babies? Or about the size of a baby? Um, baby boar goat. They're definitely smaller. Like some of our baby boar goats now are already the size of a full-grown Nigerian dwarf goat that we have. So, so if right now you say we could do a goat yoga sesh, mm-hmm. you would just get the Nigerian ones? Oh, no. No? no we've got some little ones down there. So, okay. so if no, you... they'd have fun. But our, we're going to uh, breed our Nigerians uh, this summer. And really? so we'll have little, little bitty baby. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Are you going to so, bottle feed them or let... Oh, I'm sure. Just because you want to baby them? Yeah. You know, and actually, we'll probably... Because those Nigerians are supposed to... They um, produce a lot of milk, so we're hoping to kind of use that milk to bottle feed other babies if we need it. So ah. that's how I sold Pinky on that idea. Okay, so you just have extra. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you freeze. You could freeze it, right? And keep you could it. Freeze it, yeah, for a little bit. He's the good bigger picture. He's like, I wonder if we could sell the milk. I'm like. I don't know, man. Like, that, there's got to be a lot of rules in that, you know. Let's just do the goat know. yoga there's for a, now. There's a market for everything. I, I hear. What? No, that's for sure. There's people out in the market looking for that Nigerian goat milk. I guess, but no, we have the best time. We, I, my favorite part about it is um, when people come out that have never been around a goat or any sort of livestock, and they get really excited. So seeing people see a goat for the first time and interact with them. It's fantastic because they get so excited, you know, and then they have all the questions, which is always fun to answer questions about goats. But, um, but yeah, so we, we'll, we'll get 
we'll get back started next year, hopefully, if, if things go well. Um, so you love the, the happiness and the smiles that oh, it brings. Yeah, yeah I know. People it's, like, hey, baby goats. Yeah. You don't see people immediately frown when they see baby goats. No, right? I, I don't. Always the I, there's been a couple of people that have come down with their friends, like their friends wanted to do it, and they're like, okay, I'll come. But then they won't get into the pen. They won't. Um, no, they get nervous. What are they scared of? I don't know. Like, I, some people are. We had one pee incident, but that's for another day. But um, yeah, some people are just a little nervous about them. But mm-hmm. then, you know, they'll kind of warm up to them and be like, okay, I'll get in there. You know, <laughs> like, you can't not like a baby goat, yeah. in my opinion. I don't know. Baby anything is usually pretty cute. I don't know, man. Well, most mammals are cute when they're babies. Okay. I think a baby goat's probably the cutest one. Oh my gosh, pandas. Baby pandas. What if a baby panda was hugging a baby goat? Oh my gosh. Cuteness overload. I, I'm i going to cry just thinking about it. What if a kitten is on top of the baby goat next oh to the baby panda? Oh my gosh. And the panda has his arm around a baby koala. What do you think, Diego? <laughs> the only thing cuter than that is if one of them is holding a stuffed animal. Baby dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Baby dolphin. Because it's a mammal, right? Am I right. wrong? Am I wrong? It's a, it's a man it's a sea mammal. A smammal. Smammal. I don't feel like evolution did did them a fair deal. You don't think so? No, I don't think it's fair at all because what if every hour you had to stick your head in a bucket of water to breathe Yeah, as a human? I wouldn't do well. You're just doing life, but then every hour or 45 minutes Mm -hmm. you just stick your head in a bucket of water for about a couple seconds. So you're going to the grocery store and it's like, oh crap, I got to put my head in a bucket of water. Just everywhere, uh, humans just like dunk your head. (gasps) And then hold your breath again for 45 minutes. Can you do do what you're doing, then I've got to breathe. Stick your head in a bucket of water. Yeah, that is a whale in dolphin's life. It sounds, I know they have it on the top of their head, but man, it's not a fair deal, I don't think. I think they should have just, you know what, you guys they, live they in the water. just live in the water. Just breathe the water. Just breathe it. You'd think that would have just kind of naturally kind of closed up, mm-hmm. but no. I don't know. I did, the feel is very strange. It is strange. No, I agree. I wonder how they sleep. I don't know. Do whales sleep? Mm-hmm. Well, they be see that's another thing. They'd they have to get rest. Yeah, you, they have to rest. You can't sleep if you have to go to the surface to breathe all the time. <laughs> I don't got time to go to sleep. I have to breathe to live. So you, you could just sleep on land. Oh, just like sleep at the surface and like on the beach. put themselves in float mode on the beach or something. Mm. Here's here's how I imagine they take their naps. Mm-hmm. They go get a really good breath, right? <laughs> And they're already in the deepest ocean anyways. They just hold their breath and then just immediately, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then they just sink and sink and sink. And when they wake up, they're like, oh, you got to immediately go to the top. And then that's their nap. That sounds, that sounds stressful. horrible. Yeah. That sounds terrible. So if you're a human. Life is probably way harder. Yeah. Than so if you're a human. You think so? In your bed, you're like, I'm going to take a quick nap, you guys. 
I need that five gallon bucket of water right next to bed. So I'm just going to sleep. But if I wake up all of a sudden, real quick, stick my head in the bucket of water. It sounds not fun at all. No, not at all. They should put like air stuff around. Yeah. A dolphin's face. Yeah, dolphins should wear a scuba tank. Scuba tank. Or something, or something to breathe. Maybe you should invent something like that, dude. I got it. Someone else. Dolphins can are. The dolphins can get used to used to humans pretty quick, kind mm-hmm. of. Maybe we build a scuba tank mm-hmm. for a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Make him stand there. He's freaking out because he's like, "I'm gonna if I don't go to the surface, I'm gonna not breathe." Right. But if he realizes, uh-huh. he or she realizes that they can breathe underwater. I wonder if you could. See the dolphin. It just matters on how long you have to breathe underwater before you have to switch tanks or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's say you have to think about that we'll give them a full tank. They could be underwater breathing for an hour. It'd... But see, it'll last longer because they only take a breath every, I don't know, however long. I don't know. Maybe we should do that. I think we should probably get a professional opinion before we start I mean, designing. But then the hard part is trying to find every single dolphin. Ooh. We're gonna have to and find a lot of tanks and then baby dolphins. Yeah. Oh, the babies too. You have mm. to do a lighter tank, maybe. You think tiny tank but for then the baby? Would it be fair for like the other mammals too? Oh. So do you think the other whales will get jelly? Is that, hey, why do you have a scuba tank mm. and I don't have a scuba? Now we need and to build a scuba now, tank for the whales, which are gonna be human. Ooh, that's gonna be really big. Oh yeah. And then think about it for orcas or whatever. The who? Orcas. Oh, the orcas. We have a lot of scuba tanks to build for a lot of sea mammals. You're basically going to need infinite scuba tanks. Yep. We'll call it Smammal Tanks. And we're just going to be on boats just capturing whales and putting scuba tanks on them. That sounds like a really fun life. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? I work for Smammal Tanks, you know. (laughs) We're just steady building scuba tanks. And then you have to follow them to replace the tanks all the time. Okay, so then we'd have to have a tracker. Well, then you're going to need, like, maybe over, like, at least a thousand people working there. At least? At least over 500 boats for everyone because you're going to need to follow every single dolphin. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to need beds on those boats. Oh, because I mean, you're going to need to always. Be on the boat, and then that's gonna. And if you're all the way in the middle of the ocean, you're not gonna drive back for like five hours back to the beach. He's got a solid point. Yeah, you know, forget it. Let's just let these whales and dolphins breathe air. It's not worth it. No, (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna. You know, we just decided we're gonna let them just keep doing what they do. We almost solved it. Yeah, we're gonna just let them continue. Maybe that's a problem too. Humans get involved too much. Yeah, I don't know why we got on that tangent, but I love it. <laughs> what I also thought is about the people getting nervous about being near the baby goats is uh, when we were in Mexico, Diego and Melissa went into the manatee tank <gasps> and they no. held, you know, the, the manatee comes up nice and slow to you and it, it rests like where you could hug it, you know, just <gasps> right here. You put your arms right on it and then you feed it lettuce. And 
So Diego and Melissa were in the water on a couple steps. The manatee just cruises up. Yeah. Puts its huge face right next to you. <laughs> and Diego's smiling and feeding it. And I'm holding Sophia on the step, not in the water. Mm-hmm. And then the animal... We also dolphins. The, well, the animal trainer first, she's like, come on down. Like, mm-hmm. the, it's here. You can come down and feed it. And then at the same time, me and Sophia just shook our head. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're fine. Was We're like, cool? oh, are you scared? Are you... Kind of. No, I don't want to... Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's so docile. It's fine. I'm like, let's focus on who's in the water. Let them have a good time. We're, we don't need. We're good here. You don't need to talk us into it. Just have fun. But yeah, they fed it. Wow. And then we went to the dolphin tank. And Diego and Melissa also got in with the dolphins. You pet the dolphins. Mm, kissed it on its of- lips. I have a picture. Snout to mouth. Kissed a dolphin's Ooh. face. Got evidence. Mm. He's an animal lover. That's okay. That's good. And me and Sophia, they said, (laughs) same thing. Come on down. There's Mm -hmm. the area. Me and Sophia looked in. No, Mm -mm. thanks. Nope. We didn't do it. Why are you wearing a life jacket? Exactly. Swim shorts if you're not even doing anything (laughs) in the water. (laughs) Why are you making fun of me? (laughs) I did not need that life jacket because I was not going to get in the water. So why did you decide to bring swim shorts? <laughs> because I thought I was going to get in the water. You or get thought. splashed. But I didn't voice well, my opinion. Well, then why did you need a life jacket if you're going to get splashed? <laughs> I don't know. What if I get a big splash? It's not as big as going into the pool or whatever. <laughs> okay, <Mama>. already. Gosh. <laughs> See, I didn't, Melissa already knew where my mind was at, mm-hmm. and she just kept looking at me, you know, when you talk to each other with each other, I was just like, just, I already know what you're thinking, don't speak. Yeah. Let Diego enjoy this. Yeah. I don't approve of dolphin captivity. Right. And I wasn't going to take part in, in that yeah. capture and trapping of these beautiful animals. Yeah. But Diego was smiling, happy four-year-old, and. She's like, don't wreck this. You and your morals. Yeah. (laughs) Don't. So. I thought they rescued them. Yeah. They rescue them and then Mm -hmm. keep them there for life. They're like a sea world in Mexico, but tinier. Oh. Do you need to watch? Have you seen Free Willy? Yeah. Yeah. I think you've seen Mm -hmm. one and two. So he knows. We already know the sea world deal. Mm. We're not ever going there again. He knows. And we didn't. I had already told her. But then when. I was like, don't take them to SeaWorld. This, mm-hmm. is, this is like a year after Blackfish came out. I'm oh like, you, can, you can't watch that and go. Right. You are armed with knowledge now that you didn't previously have. Yeah. She's like, they're going to have a great time. <laughs> like, don't. Let them have fun. <laughs> let them have fun. I'm like, okay, I'm not going. Yeah. So I didn't go. So they went and Diego on his own said. So you sent Melissa off that was with one two of the kids. She's to Sea World, she is a very strong to capable wrangle woman. two children by herself. She is a strong, capable woman. <laughs> I'm not worried in the least bit. But I was not supportive. I, I did say that in one of the podcasts, huh? Um, of what you were about to say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was in one of them. I don't even know. I don't one. remember either. But you can say one it again. of the forty nine ones. <laughs> yeah, but you said that the what? What did you say? Like. Something about 
capturing or something. Animals or? He said the tank was too tiny. Yeah. Oh. He could tell that it was too tiny. When you were at SeaWorld? Yeah. So he felt bad for it. He's like, why are they in such a tiny tank? Yeah. That's the thing we, we think about a lot too. And it's, where's that balance, you know, of human and animals yeah. rescue and how you know like i don't know what, i don't know what the answer is but where do we fit something. in this picture how much where do we draw the line at, at dominating or showing our dominance but then also sure. intervening when they need rescue and they do need help yeah if it's planning to bring out to back to the wild right you know i would have never been able to see any of the animals that I've at most that I've right. seen in a zoo, yeah. unless they're trapped there in right. captivity. But do I need to see all the animals? Right. Yeah, it's why awesome. Do, yeah. Why do I need I, to do this? A giraffe is really cool. Mm-hmm. Does should he be penned up? Probably not. Yeah. You know. So, like, I want. I really want to see orcas, and since you're in the Sea World, you know, you can go on the orca trips in Washington and oh, yeah. Seattle, yeah. And, and they they're limiting it now because there's been too many boats. But they still do it. They just space it out more. Oh, okay. It's like, if we want to see animals, I think we should try to our best capabilities, trying to see them in their natural environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we could go see wild orcas, mm-hmm. that would be That'd pretty be cool. sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you see? You saw lots of wild deer. Here, yeah. we saw lots of deer. Relatively wild. Really close. Yeah, semi-wild. Oh, yeah, like on the way to Peetney's. Uh-huh. How many um, deer that, do you think um, we saw? That deer, that one deer. Which coming one? Coming, like, closer Ooh, the and big closer. one. Yeah. is isn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. It's like an elk-sized deer. Uh, I was talking to D- Diego's never seen an elk. I've heard of them, but... Yeah. Well, when we go to Utah... Yeah. Sometime yeah. with you guys. Yeah. I want to see some elk. Go to Colorado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to pause for just a second. <laughs> We're cutting it. We're going to cut Diego's hair. He lets me cut the sides in the back. It sounds like that was a struggle, though, too. I'm better now. Yeah. I'm pretty good for a dad cut okay. sides and back trim. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's it like being a dad? What's it like being a dad? It is a, a typhoon of emotions. Yeah. It is a up and down every day, all the time. Am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Am I remembering enough? Am I forgetting everything? Is anything, I, is my imagination too small mm. to really show? Like you, as a parent, you're like, I will, I want to show you the world. Right. All the time. And expose yeah. you all, and you can't. You, like, the more, you know, I think the more you focus maybe on things that you can control, the things that you're close to, and really go over details of whatever you're working on is what you can Mm -hmm. show it it is what you know about because i can't you know the internet is mind-blowing because all of a sudden you're you see a thing 
oh, cool, Black Ops, Night Vision, Navy SEALs. Mm -hmm. Let's Google that for a couple minutes. You're like, oh, my God, you can go in a rabbit hole right. for 16 days straight about the specifics of gear that they yeah all, yeah, that's awesome and cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. I don't know. And then is that fine? Right. That's fine. That was cool. Like we looked at some gear. It's mm -hmm. awesome. And then you go back in your head. Did I just waste 16 days of right. researching when I could have taught you how to do something that you'll actually do and use? But then if I do that, is that too boring? And now it's not cool enough that I could have been going over the gear that right. paratroopers use and all of that. While you're in the back of your head, when's the last time you ate? <laughs> do you want a snack? Maybe you shouldn't snack. You should just have meals. Like that's better. That's better for health. You shouldn't graze all day. You should have three solid, you know, or two good meals. Or should you have three? I don't know. <laughs> what are we doing here? Right. Where are we supposed to be right now? We were going somewhere. Did I pack everything? Right. Did you send that email for the school? Like I didn't learn all of that all the time. Yeah. You constantly feel like, or I do feel like it's not. I feel like I'm forgetting everything all the right. time, basically. Do you think focusing on that, though, could, like, make time go by really quickly and you're not Yeah, everything. So something? then you can't. So I just try and not do all of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't. And I think it takes a solid, you know, if you're fortunate enough to be together in a relationship with oh, someone, yeah. take someone, you know, some people don't. But if you're with two people, doing what you do that comes natural to you yeah. and you're both like hey i do this and you do this and that's the easiest way mm -hmm. you know and, and allowing the person like bills i don't know so one person does bills one does not right one does some of the cleaning one does not one cooks more than one not, and yeah. it just kind of happens and not being too aggro about that the other person isn't doing what you do because you're also Ooh. not doing what they do, okay. so why are you getting all upset? Yeah, no, that's it. That's and it. I constantly be, you know, forget, you know, sure, catch myself in those things like, oh, well, I, but I'm doing this, mm -hmm. and then yeah. your significant other will say, well, I'm doing this, right? Do you want to have this? Be you want to go? We can do this all day, right? Yeah. Instead, of like, oh, I'm glad that he or she does that. And I'll just whatever I'm doing, I'll do that. Right, the best of my be ability. better. So as a parent, basically, that helps you be not as stressed out as a parent. Sure, just, I think you guys are a you good know, team, though. Like I feel like you guys are are working really well together in terms of raising two very very cool kids. Like Diego's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool for a kid. I think so. Cool kid. Yeah. Cool, but not cool. If anybody calls you, oh, you're a cool guy, oh. that's actually not good. <laughs> They're making fun of you. That's a bad name. If you I, say, oh, if somebody says, oh, you're a cool guy, like that means they may as well say you're a lame person. But if they say, oh, you're a cool kid, that's a compliment. Cool, cool. You never Corey, heard cool what, guy. This is 2020. It's not 1993. Do you not listen to your mom's house podcast? They have a whole section dedicated to cool guys. Oh, okay. Which is the lamest <laughs> people. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, so I'm they, missing something. They seek out the weirdest 
craziest, obscurest, weird people okay. doing the strangest things of all time. Uh, okay. They are, are called cool, cool guys. Cool guys. <laughs> and all it could right. be male or female. It's sure. It's uh what is that word? Androgynous. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a female. Cool. She could also be a cool, cool guy. Cool guy. All right, cool totally guy. noted. <laughs> Here, I thought people just thought I was cool. I wonder. So you got to watch out. <gasps> so got to be careful. Nice. Someone's like, oh, what a cool guy. See how I said a cool guy? Oh, my gosh. If I said, what a cool guy. Still wouldn't trust it. <laughs> but if it comes out, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny that means i'm 100 percent making fun of you okay. right now <laughs> duly noted i i have some i have some things like that too okay yeah. so for example uh-huh someone uh, attached to some substances healthy pulling out a molar on the side of a road describing it on facetime live that would be a cool guy okay <laughs> wow <laughs> for wow. example Duly noted. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Meaning not cool. <laughs> God. All right. Well, I got educated today. I didn't know that. So being being a dad is fun. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. I think I'm doing some stuff cool. Got this awesome kid. Trying to take advantage of all the time I can. Think about it in time. Like he's almost 10. Gosh, yeah. Which means in six years he's driving legally mm-hmm. on the roads. Mm-hmm. If he can drive race cars sooner, he will. Yeah. But definitely racing by then. And you're thinking two years after that, going to do whatever you're going to do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't we'll have see. to know. You don't have to know. You don't have to know. But, you know. Just roll with it. Yeah. Do all you can all the time. Well, have that's some why chill I, time too, though. No, do all of it. Oh, okay. But chilling is part of it. Okay, I was about to say, I think. Hey, chilling is part of that there. doing stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Take advantage of the quiet moments. Yeah, yeah. Home, home life is good sometimes. Now it's good. Nope, it's not over. So how long does it take to rake an entire field of hay? Depends on the size of the field, Corey. Big one. <laughs> What's the longest stretch? Will you do eight? Uh, will you do six hours yeah. straight? Do you take a break wherever you're at, and you are, you already brought lunch? Yeah. Oh, you have to bring lunch. You're not allowed to have tractor beers, but you can bring a lunch. So you bring a lunch. What's your favorite um, lunch? What's your what's your typical tractor lunch? Typical tractor lunch. What, I would say what are, you, what are you grubbing on? Um well the other day I I did something that reminded me of my childhood. I did tortillas, like a tortilla, smeared it with some peanut butter and put a little honey on it and rolled it up in a piece of foil. It was a really good tractor lunch. Just handheld. You won't get it too dirty because you got the foil there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easy, easy to pack in. Don't necessarily need to be refrigerated, but you can put a little ice pack in there if you want it to be a little cooler. Do you take a little cooler with some ice? Yeah, I have a little cooler and 
with how many, water. How many peanut butter honey tortilla rolls did you take? I did one. Just one? Just one. Just one? It was a lot of peanut butter. My mouth got really, really sticky. I'm not going to lie. But, um, but yeah, like PB&J, I think it's a solid. That's a good... Uh, you PB&J? Lunch, yeah, and water, some Propel, stay hydrated, try to. Um, I say, okay, so for instance, let's see here. Was the last day we we raked hay? Was last Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we so we're all around Somerville County. So we hit one, two, three, three different properties in five different fields. We left at nine and got back at four. That sounds really fast. It was really fast. It, was, it seemed really fast that day. So, but then there's days where, um, you know, something might break down and then we're in a field, we fix it and then we're in it until like nine or 10 just to get it done, you know, cause Pinkney's always on a time schedule in terms of like the weather, if it's going to rain. Cause you're always pressured by weather, right? Yeah. So if you, yeah. for example, it rained yeah. last night, it's mm-hmm. raining a little bit today. Mm-hmm. You said you cannot go cut. Yeah. So you cut it. Which is basically... Yeah. For people to know, it's like mowing it down. Essentially into rows. So you've got a nice, what, maybe four foot row. Four foot wide row yeah. of cut hay. Yeah. And then you have to do it a specific way in the field, which I, my mother-in-law told me not to learn how to cut because then I would be in the tractor more. Mm-hmm. Is that true? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> She's like always giving me warnings like, Brandy, don't learn how to do that. Paint me. I'll have you be doing it all the time. So <laughs> That's awesome because it's not a warning that most of us get. No, it's not. Don't, don't go out there and learn how to <laughs> cut hay. Right. But because you'll be driving a tractor all the time. All the time. So watch more out. Than, more than you are now. But, um, but yeah, so then we get in there and um, I'll put two of those rows together on the rake. And then he'll come in with the baler and scoop okay, it Okay, so let me try and physically okay. explain. So I'm in one tractor, I'm pulling it, I'm cutting it. Uh-huh. And by cutting it, it's two cutters mm-hmm. that open wide. So it's making two rows. Is It'll make one row. So this the cutter. one cutter funnels it, cuts it, and then funnels it to a four-foot-wide row. So a cutter will go in. Jake could probably chime in. So if, I, so if you're pulling it, is it... Like an A shape or a V shape? The cutter is just... Uh, or is it straight? It's just straight across. So it's... And it's got it? a bunch of little... It's got these turtle shell things inside of it mm-hmm. with um, little blades attached to them. And it's turned with a... Uh, what is that called? You can't get your hair stuck in. With the arm. With the jaw. PTO. PTO shaft. And so it's PTO driven. And it's spinning all of those. So there's a line of them. So is the cutter four foot wide? Cutter is probably nine feet. Nine feet, nine wide. feet wide. It's cutting it. Mm-hmm. But as it cuts it, it makes. Yeah. it Yeah. It'll make a smooth row okay. come out of it. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I got confused. Okay. Because then we'll so go. Nine in. foot straight cutter makes mm-hmm. a four foot row. I would say it's longer Ish. than that. Is it four feet? Four or five? Yeah. Give or take? Give or take. So you go up and down. So that's tight. Mm-hmm. So you do it in circles. Around yeah, the you field? go around the field. Circles. Okay. And you have to, you know, cut between trees and try not to hit mesquite trees or anything. So you're like cutting that. it, knowing that the baler 
is next or the rake is next? The rake is next. Okay, so you got rows of four to five foot mm-hmm. hay. Now mm-hmm. the rake mm-hmm. is going to do what to the two rows? So it'll... So it can spread... It, can it spreads out into a V. Yeah, it could... It grabs two rows and puts it together into one. Oh, so it so it reaches like a V and exactly. so it shoves two into one. Correct. And how wide is the new row? Oh gosh, um, how wide is that baler? Yeah, so it's about nine nine feet. The baler is still. No, the rake. So the rake is gonna make. Oh yeah. The, the it's gonna combine two rows into a the same width row mm-hmm. but of one row. Mm-hmm. But with more of the hay. It'll just be taller. It'll yeah. just be taller. Yeah. So the row is now bigger. Right. Okay. In height. In height. Yeah. Okay. So now you got double tall stack of hay. Yeah. Now it's time for the baler? Now it's time for the baler. Okay. So then you just drive over with a tractor and baler. And the yeah. baler and has... So I looked at it today. He showed me where it kind of... Yeah. It shoves it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has the pickups yeah. and it's Brush, constantly it spinning. brushes it forward and shoves it into the baler. Into the baler. Mm-hmm. Sucks it in and it kind of spins around Just like Just constantly a, spinning. Yeah. Like a fruit roll-up of hay. Yes, but um, <laughs> a little wispier on the or throat. Or a <laughs> cinnamon roll. Oh, yeah, like a cinnamon uh, roll. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A big, giant hay cinnamon roll. Yeah, and then he wraps it. And then it. it just poops out a gigantic... Bale. Bale, yeah. And we saw the wire that traps it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or the string. Or... Well, it's wrap. So it's just as one big, like a, almost like a plastic wrap. Okay. Rolling up a piece of lettuce, I guess. Yeah. And the next question, how much does one bale weigh? Because I, I see giant gooseneck trailers carrying maybe seven. Yeah. Are they a thousand? I don't know how much. The... But... 800 to 1,000 pounds. That's nuts. Yeah. 1,000 pounds of grass. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's it's neat and it's... I <laughs> I mean, there's... Half a ton of grass. It's a lot of grass. That's right. Right. So, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. It's, it's funny to... I say funny. I... Like, living out here in Jake kind of makes fun of me sometimes because i get a little dreamy but out here you know pinkney's planting that he's plowing the property plowing those fields up putting the seeds out it's growing and our goats go out there and they eat on it and then we come back in and once it's at a certain height we cut it and we make bales and then we have that feed for the goats again or for the horses or whatever it's like it just starts again next year you know it's like I don't know, it's, it's, you have this thing that you're growing and you're making and you're constantly um, having to tend to. And I think that's, there's something dreamy about how that whole process works, you know? I think that's cool because I wanted to, that's what I wanted to ask him, I guess you too, because you're totally in it mm-hmm. now because you're so attached to the life cycle yeah. and you're so needed. Mm-hmm. Like you need, you can't just, I'll be back in a week or two. Right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And now it makes sense. Where I was like, oh, it's a hard for me. Like, I don't remember last time vacation they took ever. Yeah. He's all like, I would think there's so much to do and you're constantly needed. And that's something that I guess I wonder, like, when you get way up in age, why ranchers love it. Like, they don't right. seem mad about it. Yeah. Or unhappy. 
that in my experience they always seem like kind of content with it because they're always needed Mm -hmm. like your time is needed and being needed is it is important when some aspect or another to where like you have kids constantly needed Mm -hmm. and then you have the empty nester syndrome right right where all of a sudden your whole day you're not needed right and then you feel empty right for a bit but with the with this much land and and the whole cycle goes into it you're you know there's a lot of life and death cycle and it's like yeah it's constant constantly needed and you can be busy perpetually constant yeah and i and i think that's something interesting to talk to pinkney about i wish he really because there's no today there's no you could just do something every day yeah yeah which you don't which you don't you know you just drive by and you think like ah come on the city person like how hard can it be yeah you cut some hay you right there's always fences you that sprinkle need to be. feed at some animals yeah kind of takes care of itself right yeah i and i think that's something i've i've struggled with a lot this spring um you're talking about like being needed constantly mm-hmm. and cuz with kidding season um our, our so when our goats are birthing um they'll birth uh, between April 1st and the end of May. And there's usually about a two or three week time period there. I think this year it was probably more like a four or five week period where we're just constantly checking on the goats, you know? And a lot of people don't do that. Um, a lot of people are just like, they have their billy out with them the whole year round. If baby goats get born they Off survive, season. they survive. If they don't, they don't. You so know? You, you guys time it on purpose so that there's a high survival rate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we really try very hard to, you know, be present at each of the kiddings and um, make sure that the mom is okay and make sure if the baby needs any help or anything and get cleaned up and everything, which is a lot. And we've been given, like some of our family members have kind of given us a hard time about it, but- there's days where it's like if we weren't there, we would have lost that kid or something or we would have lost that mama. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you're talking about the constant feeling of being needed that happened a lot for us this spring, I think. And especially for me where it was like, oh, my gosh, this is too much. You know, like I, I need to not be needed for yeah a day, you know. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, but I don't see that happen with Pinkney and like you said I mean they've he's done it all of his life and he doesn't seem upset by what he has to do you know so I don't know maybe there's something with age I don't know if you just get used to it I don't want to say that it's got to be more interesting than that don't you think I like the feeling of being needed though I mean right it's nice, yeah. you know. But I think, too, it gets to be overwhelming. We, well, we all, whatever we get into, you're needed at whether you want to or not once yeah. you're in it, you know. Yeah. Whatever your work becomes. Yeah. yeah. But, all right. I say we wrap this baby up. All right. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. And next time we'll get Jacob in here. I want to know about radiation. Mm-hmm. I want to learn more about nuclear power and motorcycle trips. Oh, gosh. I really yeah. want to dive into that. 
So we'll get into that next time. Yeah, for sure. But thank you guys. We love you. And well, thanks. We'll talk about your food next time. <laughs> Diego, you want to give our outro? Go for it. I got you. Be healthy, y'all.